Hey girl, hey. 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 Here we go again. I do. Still have something yes, I do. Okay. So, <laughs> I usually start off as a slumber party so uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there becomes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, hey. I am the millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. I'm just looking at church online, honey. <laughs> my time with Jesus. He has a good time. Hey, girl, hey. 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 This was so. Oh, my God. I was just letting you have your time, honey. Yeah, I, had, I was having my time. I see you got them roots done. Let me see them roots. There's that. Yes, Roots. It was coming in. It was coming in. Like they were disrespectful graves. Oh, somebody needs their Roots done. I got the Roots. I got the Roots. I got the Roots, honey. Somebody put Roots on you. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast. Yes, it is. Urban Media Today. I am uh, Radio Chick Kiki Brown. And I am the Chatter Chick LaShawn Tipton. And I'm your millennial Chick Jerry Tipton. How was you all's week? It was eventful for me. It, it was okay. It's been a week. You said it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, it wasn't like. Let me know. tell you something. Millennials kind of ran this week. Millennials yeah. are doing some yeah. things this week. There was a lot of stuff going, a lot on, this going on. There was a lot yeah. going on. So much has happened, you know, that we should discuss. You know, it's just a lot of stuff. I'm like, we gotta tackle this down. So <laughs> so let's let's just jump in. Um and I did not start the timer. But uh did y'all I, I don't wanna ask you if you voted because that ain't none of my business, but did you vote? We oh did. hell yeah! Yeah, I know. I I did. I went early. Thomas, no bra, uh-uh. and my dog. Oh, uh, you brought the dog with you to vote. I brought my dog. They let Kiki, him. You in. ain't have to come out like that. You Maybe know you did. I look cute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't have a bonnet on. By any means necessary. Right. Yeah. No bonnets. <laughs> Um, it was a little, it was, I will say this, it was a little rough <laughs> at first because, you know, when you have the, some of the people who work the polling places, they're mm-hmm. really passionate about their jobs. Oh, yeah. 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 They take that for serious. I'm like, they take oh. it seriously. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I mean, well, I didn't get my ballot in the mail. I was supposed to do the mail in. I did the mail. Yeah. I got mine. And I never got mine. And so I, I got mine, but I still went. I was yeah. told to go to the, the polling station to do it. They couldn't find my information. I was wow. going to go over here and go over there. And then people was telling me what to do. I was getting an attitude. Mm. But it worked out. I voted. What about you, Jer? Yep. Me and my mom went. Um, I also got the mail-in va- ballot. And my mom said, you can just mail it in. But uh, then she's like, well, let's just go together. So I will say that I was embarrassed because, like, I didn't really know some of these people, like, in our ward. And I'm like, Mom, who is this? Who is that? And I'm like, are they for, you know, minorities or things like that? So I did the best that I could. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, you mean the ballot? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the back of the polling place. I was like, oh, no, no, no. The way that they were doing it is that when they would send you a ballot, if you were a Democrat, they sent you a ballot with like straight Democrats. Like you had to write in if you if you wanted to switch party lines. And, okay. and whenever you go to the poll, you can switch because you know you can either you can hit the lever and say straight Democrat if you want to, or you can hit different ones. Mm-hmm. But this time they were like no, you know, which I'm not real crazy about that because if there's people that are Republicans. And they decided, well, I want to change it this time. You know, if, if they don't put a name, consciously put a name yeah. in their head that they want to change it to, they're going to go straight Republican. Right. But we know that um, that's what got the man that's in office in. No, that's what got him. I think the Russians got him in. But that, you know. Uh, well. Listen. The Russians well, got him. Sad. Sad thing. Speaking but I, I made it favorite, there. Speaking of your favorite orange person did you see him with the bible upside down 
Oh my God. You know, it should have burnt his hand. I know, I know that Bible burnt his hand. Because he's not used to <laughs> Who does that? Whoever Who does was the priest or the pastor of that church, they pissed. were pissed off. They said, mm -hmm. we do not condone this. They ain't want right. no parts of it. And I'm glad they came out and said something about it, you know. Right. Oh my God, they were furious. <laughs> they it was did not crazy like at all. Is yeah, he, because is he really doing this? Is he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, he's really po Oh, wait, he he upside down, upside oh. down Bible. Okay, you know what? That's like an upside down cross. We know in those little movies they used to do the upside down cross. That was a that was a Satan yeah. the devil thing. Yeah. The upside down cross. He did yeah. an upside down Bible. That tells you who he is. I'm just saying. It was just really, really What's weird. What's so is somebody's grandmother still saying you still need to pray for him, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do. Because prayer works. I know that. Yeah, I know but, that too. You know. Um, so stubborn and stuck in his ways. I don't know if prayer can't, will change that man. Prayer changes things, honey. I, I, it does. Doug, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, always I, pray I, goes I, to Christmas, I, the Christmas future, come and pick him up, take him around, <laughs> and show him what life would be like without him. Yeah. You know that Grim Reaper that come around. I'm like, sometimes yeah. I'm praying, Lord, just have him visit him in his sleep. Ugh. Get a crap yeah. out of him. But you just that they had built like a purpose for everything, I guess. Uh, walls or whatever around the White House. Yeah. Yeah. It. And that, that was interesting because after, after he walked to that church, but before he walked to that church, he had just gave a speech on, on the lawn and he was saying, you know, what he's going to do. And it's as if he walked to the church to show the protesters that, listen, try this with me, you know, because he told them that he had said that curfew was supposed to be like eight o'clock. He walked across that, that lot there with the Secret Service and some of the people that were with him admitted later that they didn't even know what he was doing. They were like, <laughs> we were walking like, and see, this is my thing. Come on now. Yeah, I'm not following you everywhere. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so when do you speak up for yourselves, people? They followed him. He could have he could have had them killed because there were protesters and then then the secret servicemen and all the you know the guards and stuff are shooting stuff at the the, the protesters for them to move back and they were peaceful and they're shooting at them and it, there's people walking with him like that you you look at them they didn't even know where to stand they were like oh, okay well should i stand beside i'm like what are we doing mm -hmm. and only one person came and, and i think one one guy I can't even think of his name he's the one that resigned from his position because he said he he was uncomfortable with that move he made a stand he said he was very uncomfortable with the whole thing Mm -hmm. He didn't know what was going on. And the other idiots were like, yeah, he does stuff. He could have got y'all killed. You saw the and the reporters what? were asked, the senators. So what do you think about it? They were like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bunch yeah. of mumbo jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Mitch McConnell ain't have nothing to say. Ain't nothing to say. Nothing I'm, at all. I'm just tired of that. I'm just tired of that. I was on a call with some coworkers and I said, you know, um, we, we were, we had our little meeting and then after we were done, someone bought up Trump. And so everybody votes the way they want to, but it's interesting when people, you think that these congressmen and all these people in politics and these Republicans, you know, make up excuses for him. But when you see your coworkers make up excuses for him, Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, on a call, and you still got to respect everybody's opinion. And I said, you know what? Um, one person said, well, you got to stop watching TV because the TV reports fake news. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I would love to say that the stuff that this president has said is fake news. Mm -hmm. But you can't because he says it. It's mm -hmm. not like they make it up or do auto-tunes or anything. He says it. When you have Twitter, that's going to create a fact check button. Yes, you see that? Twitter ain't playing no games with him. Right. <laughs> right. 
you know, and then you still see people about politics, but but when you see people still vote for this person and he lies outwardly, and I mean, it's, it's just interesting. You still got to, there, there are people I work with and everybody has their own opinions. You know, people were mad at me when I voted for Obama. Um, and I, I will say, I miss him. Yeah, I said this on my uh, Facebook page. I posted this. I feel like Trump and Obama are my parents that got divorced. Mm. And Trump is the parent that I'm stuck with. Uh, yeah. be Obama with is the parent that I only visit with once a month. Mm-hmm. And I hate it here. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to be with him. I want to be yeah. with my other him. <laughs> I want to be with my other parent. I want to be with my other him. I'm like, I don't like this this parent. I want the other parent. I feel like I I am the victim of a bad custody battle. That's a that's a real bad. Well, he's right he's gonna come with me. Well, no, I want her. That, you know. What yeah. I mean? Then you yeah. have all this fun, and they take you out for cotton candy and ice cream. And then they take you to the Kennywood or the amusement park, and you're having so much fun. You get teddy bears and stuff, and it's like, time to go home. And you're like, no! <laughs> That's what it was like growing up for me. My parents, when my dad would take me for the weekend, and I had so much fun. I love my mom, but I have so much fun with my dad. He took me everywhere, and I was spoiled. He bought me stuff and was like, okay, time to go home. I was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, don't make me go that's what I feel like. I'm in a bad custody. You feel like that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. With him, sometimes I feel like it's we're closer to the end of the world than we think. Than we think. Girl. I, I wanted to at least have some grandkids first. Just to yeah. see what it would be like. Yeah. yeah. I, I have to feel like with Bo versus <laughs> my child. <laughs> Well, it's, you know, I mean, but it's it's all it's all up to the Lord. But you know, uh, the more and more I see, I remember when I was younger, and so my grandmother and all the older people used to say, "Lord, these are the these are the latter days." You know, they would always say that. You know, the Lord's kind of used, used to be like, "Oh, come on now, Granny, what you mm-hmm. talking about?" Mm-hmm. But because I was younger and there was more of a future then that I see now, and now you can say this to young people, millennials. You can say that this is the, this is like the last days. And they all go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we right here witnessing it with y'all. Yeah. You know. And- yeah. Everybody agrees. But I remember back in the day, I didn't agree with my grandmother because I saw years. And I mean, I was young when she used to say that. And I, but I, I could see it. You know, I was like, Granny, come on now. No, no. But, you know, we've seen, we've seen things that pretty much are recorded biblically yeah i mean you know diseases and then fathers against Bugs. sons and and yeah. you know the whole things of a pandemic and you know politicals and you know demons and hey i'm like lord have your will okay yes all righty there no Whew. i mean shake it off you're right and uh, so much had happened this weekend a lot of people have turned um, to the Lord, other than you know, other than Trump and his upside down Bible, we you know upside down Bible. He and I think he did that on purpose because with the Black Lives Matter movement, I I've never seen so many people come together. And we'll talk about it after the breaks. People across the world, across the globe, we'll talk about it. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. To advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives, email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Well, you brought up something real good. Lots of folks started talking. Look, let me tell you something. Jesus's phone was ringing off the hook this week. Awesome. Yes, he was He was like, Listen, I knew this was gonna happen. I knew this was gonna happen. Folks were calling. I mean, I've never seen so many people unite 
Like, yeah. um, I think the last time, maybe 9-11, I want to say. But then, there, you know, when you have the shooting at in South Carolina, when you have the, the shooting at the schools, the school shootings, um, uh, Columbine, and, and uh, I, I mean, so many different tragedies and people just pulling together. I, this particular situation um, with George Floyd, George Floyd, I'm I am seeing people like, okay, this is something we we can't brush this off anymore. We yeah. get down on our knees and we need to pray. I've seen white men and women get yeah. down and pray with black men and women and they ask for forgiveness and the black men say we forgive you and also forgive us mm -hmm. for not giving you a chance and for being so hard and not being forgiven and da, 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 da. and i was just like whoa yeah, yeah. so I, I feel like and this is kind of wrong for me to use this analogy but they're dealing cards so you got the devil and god playing cards of course devil you know not gonna win mm -hmm. But he's like, uh, boom, I got this. Mm -hmm. And God like, what? And I'm, I don't play poker or anything. So I, don't, I wouldn't know what the what, what hand to do. <gasps> mm -hmm. yeah. But he's like, what? I got that. Same situation with Job. You can come after him. He's going to always yeah. love me. You can't kill him. Mm -hmm. You can't kill him. Mm -hmm. so God yeah. always comes out on top. So you, you brought up a good point. Oh, yeah. yeah. George Floyd's situation and his legacy and how the country and the world is coming together. Yeah, y'all go it ahead was, and speak on it. It was huge. They said I had seen. They said all fifty states in eighteen countries held protests. You know, all over the world. I was like, this. We were talking about this last show. How we said there were so many people, but I never. We never knew a number. But they right. said every state in the country plus eighteen additional countries held black lives. You know, was you know held protests, and that's just so beautiful i mean it brought me to tears looking mm -hmm. at these videos you know like and i've seen a lot of white people out there protesting with us and i've even seen uh off-duty uh police officers mm -hmm. protesting um uh, with us as well it's amazing what people can do mm -hmm. when coming together as mm -hmm. one and we are wrong we are a unit you know put all of this hatred and stuff to the side and come together to fight for peace fight for justice mm -hmm. you know i mean it's it was wonderful it was sad it was a sad situation of course but it was just wonderful seeing everyone come together because at the end of the day wrong is wrong you know what i mean like what those cops did was wrong and i think also it led up this was it led up to this you know we first was talking about Ahmaud Aubrey mm -hmm. then Breonna Taylor now George Floyd it was like enough is enough we are tired yeah. you know it. like it's it's too much we can't yeah. sit here and be quiet anymore you yeah. know like, have to go out here and say something and fight for equal rights you know towards African Americans mm -hmm. I think it was very interesting the way everything has occurred in terms of these deaths of black yeah. people, because um, we've always had, you know, there's always been lynchings and killings. And so the, the knee on the neck to me is the same as a, a noose around the neck. Yeah. Um, black people. It's just, it's the exact same thing, but we've always had them. But the, the timing for this, because we had Emmett Till, back in the day, that young boy, 14 years old. And we've always had, you know, and, and that's a different thing with a white woman saying something because there was a white woman that said something about him that got him killed too. And lied. I, I had the pleasure of meeting his mom too, Miss Mamie Teal. Um, I was like, she was a very, very nice woman. She passed away some years ago. But anyway, but <clears throat> it's interesting because when Martin Luther King and them fought, we didn't have what was going on. The, the, the fight was effective, but we didn't have what's going on now back then this and i think and i just see everything ordained and orchestrated by god this pandemic shut down the world yeah and the world to listen and to see so everyone was so busy before when all these other murders happened everybody didn't take the time to watch it because you didn't in your mind you didn't have the time now with the pandemic what are you doing people are watching tv and so the three months that we've been on shutdown, 
there have been three murders yep. in three months. That's a lot. And you've been shut down. So actually, it, it, sorry that those people had to go, but it was for the greater good and the greater cause that we and needed. Now we're talking about it. And now something yeah. has been done. And it's in across the world. We haven't seen this. Even when Martin Luther King died, you know, you know, I, 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 there were some people probably in London and, and Amsterdam and all the other places that were probably a little effective, but not how they have been now. They didn't march like they do now. Yeah. Right. They're out there marching in London. But they were yeah. marching. Is this marching or is this protesting? Because there's, diff there's a difference. When you're marching, you're marching in, in, in unity. They're protesting out of anger, frustration, and hurt. It's like, no, damn it. You're going to hear what we have to say. And the march is the same way. And I think that it was just to elevate. Marching and protest is the same. It's just the riots is different. It's just elevated fashion as far yeah. as protests. Like, we ain't doing that. We shall overcome stuff. Mm -hmm. we, we did that. I'm, I'm angry. Yeah. I'm Pro protesting and marching to me are the same thing. That's the same thing. It's just rioting is different. Right, yeah. that's destroying. But protesting, there's always been protesting, even in Jesus. I mean, they, they, Jesus, he protested. I mean, the, the church was built on protesting, um, and and that's biblical. And then it ain't like America's not used to protesting. I mean, what do you think the Boston Tea Party was? Mm -hmm. People are, this is stuff that we've we've always done. But whenever we do it for black lives, it became a big thing. It's like, oh my goodness, it became a riot. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, those those things like that, people were getting killed in those as well. And it was different. It was like, okay, these people are protesting. We do it, it's rioting, it's a yeah. war, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. And now you think people, there are people, not everyone has the same passion not everyone understands the mission they take. Um, I look at it and some people are using it as they're becoming opportunists. I, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm on CNN overload. I can't watch another damn minute of CNN, I swear. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm not the only person in the house. And so that person wants to have CNN on. And so we're watching the rights and I'm looking at a lot of, and they're not millennials, but they're more centennials. And they're like, you know, taking a picture and, you know, and it's, it's just take, and it's like, that has nothing to do with the reason why you're out there. Yeah. Um, or the wrong. And, and even talking about, you know, about the looting and what, oh my God. Yeah. That, you, there's been you, looting. You see that the white folks was looting. Oh yeah. yeah. They extorted yeah. that mess. At least up here in Pittsburgh, you know, it was peaceful protests last weekend. And then whoever these, I don't know, A-N-T-A-S or whoever they were, they were the ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they started the riots. We were peaceful down there. You know, they're the ones who started, it was that one guy who started um, 20, the 20 year old white boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was him that started it, and then that's how everything, you know, uh, came into place. So it's making us look, you know, especially people who's a part of the Black Lives Matter community look bad, and that's where they're talking about, oh, the looting, oh, the riots, you know, mm -hmm. this, no, we didn't come here for that. You know, we came here to protest and to march. We're not here for violence. You know, that's every... They're doing that and making us look bad. And that's mm -hmm. what upset me the most. Because, of course, they're going to make us look bad anyways. You know what I mean? But why, might as well throw in the looting. Oh, they're doing this. Oh, they're stealing horses or whatever like that. No. We didn't, yeah. we didn't do that. <laughs> you know? Well, there's cameras in social media that typically works against us. Cameras, even though you see it, cops still get off. In but this one, yeah. yeah. In this case, you know, there were people that were on camera and they just happened to be white. They were doing the looting and people were like, oh my God. And even even here in Pittsburgh, there was on the the, the one camera um, the young person had, he kept on saying, bro, bro, stop, don't do this. He said, it's gonna make us look bad. And the and the white kid threw up the finger to him, like, F you, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> do this anyway. But everybody had him on camera and other white kids. But there's people that are professional looters they come to cities to get it uprise just like there's people that sit back and, and type stuff on a computer to get an uprise on a computer and say it's a certain race that does it or a certain people to do it 
That's what they do. Did you see that? There was some film, and I don't know if it was fake news or not. I know we have less than five minutes, but there are people who set up bricks. Right. They send they send them to the they place. Set yes. Them up. Yes. And they, and and you know, someone inside a riot and oh, how convenient is it that we have this exactly wow. for no apparent reason. Exactly. Wow. Like Never that's a thought. lot of damn thought. Wow. Yeah. Well, when you at that, it, it takes thought to bring down people. It you know you got to think about it. There's people that are very very deviant people that yeah. their goal is to bring down people of color or people. Period. Or against that's that what they period. do. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they do. You know, I mean, and now I think people are now woke where we haven't been before. And we are yeah. now, you know, I'm a little bit more woke now. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm a little bit more woke. The thing is, is happening in the new, you know, decade, 2020. You know, it's it's ridiculous. You know, yeah. come on. Did you all participate in the Blackout Tuesday? Yes. I'm never. I don't do social media or anything like that. So. I, I should have just. I was Jerry. blacked out anyway. I was I blacked just out. Ask Jerry because you, you're you, you're. I, I got I got the whole thing with the solidarity, but once I change my picture, I'm not coming back for months to change it again. <laughs> That's so right. I'm like I'm just not going to do it. What I did on Tuesday is that I didn't shop. To me, I wasn't putting my money in the economy because I to me that makes more sense. You know, I mean. I know yeah. Kalani, there was a, a, a singer, Kalani said, you know, that it was a sham because a lot of the music, the music, the new music is not released on Tuesdays anyway. So if you protest in the record companies, you really didn't do much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And give the artists their money. Stuff, so, so, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I think some of these movements are good, but they're not very well thought out. I think it's trends. Yeah. yeah. It looks cute. And we will follow any damn trend. Mm-hmm. And I posted, oh, today is all red day. Put on oh, your yeah. Or today is black movie Friday. Yeah, stand on your head day with no underwear. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. People do. do. And yeah. I mean, those, because that's all they got with that throwback Thursday. I was like, where does this come from? You know, we everybody wants to be a part of something. They yeah. Yeah. Something. But don't want to do a lot of work for it. I mean, what is what is blackout? Solidary for what? I mean, so I take my picture and make my my picture. It does absolutely nothing. Because you spent more time on social media trying to figure out who went black. Right. When the goal is not to use social media. Right. So I didn't get that. I thought blackout was to not be on social media, to not be on all these different venues, to not put the dollars into this, but just to black out a screen, ah, you should have thought that out a little bit more. <laughs> well, I don't know. Seventh, uh, July 7th, I believe T.I. wants everybody to, to not uh, shop. We talked about that last. And I'm like, yeah. T.I., mm-hmm. you make a lot more money than me, bro. If I need yeah, it, but I, it I'm stuff. about that. I'm with that. Because, I mean, any, any little bit of money that you put back in the economy, I don't care if it's not T.I. money or just our, our regular money. It we have an impact. We don't put any money into the economy. We have that impact. So, so there's more people like us than to yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Why not? And I, we, we have less than a minute. Why not revisit the bus boycott? The people who did the, bu- the that, not, not the bus part, not riding the bus part, but people yeah, who boycotted the, the, the transit system back in the 60s, Mm-hmm. For days, for months, and stuck to it, like walk to work, walk to school. Um, I mean, did, did car, you know, drove or or walked in packs or something like that, and they stuck to it, and and that's when the economy was able to see. Wait, we need their money. Something mm-hmm. we need to do something. Yeah. So I think that the marching and the protests, I think they're working. I think it needs to, I think it needs to continue. I yeah. Think, yeah. I, 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 also, I think it should continue. I don't think the blackout thing. No. Now, if no, I, you I, support black businesses, I'm all for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good strategy if we do something to support Black businesses would be great. But if we take our money out of like the, the standard, like those, you know, like a Walmart and places like that, and we stop buying, like we stop doing shipments from Amazon for a day. I mean, that's going to hurt some people because that's what they do now. I mean, oh my God, like one, one day of not spending money just to see, like I said before, everything is gauged, it's, it has to be measured. Right. And, and for them to get, for anybody to get, if it's effective, there has to be a measurement. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, that day they can tell you, well, the economy has went down. And once people see that, once it's something that they can measure, then they're going to pull back and say, hey, this is really something. These people really do have power. Mm-hmm. Because right now they're doing things like, you know, uh, putting out advertisement that really get get to us. Like, we're like, oh my God, you know, I have to go in there. I have to get my hair color, you know, and I have to go to the store and buy this stuff. And I have to, do, no, you don't, not for a day. It's not going to hurt you for a day. Just to take your money out of the economy, just for a day. Try I think it. it should be longer than a day. Yeah, I, I mean. Like a day doesn't, doesn't do, it does something, but I think a week can make a bigger punch. Oh yeah, yeah, we did a week. And if you said like this week, it's not going to be this store. This week, we're not going to do this store. You know that this, because those are big corporations. Right. So also we have to be careful too when we do this, because when you do that, and it, it has to be different corporations a day. You mm-hmm. can't do it because most of our people work at those places. Like we say we boycott, boycott Walmart, a lot of people in the Walmart look like us. So we don't want them to lose their job. But if right. we did a day and to see how it cuts back, when we don't patronize those places. Right. We can do those. But I, you know, I wouldn't say let's just do it for a week. I mean, like when people are looting, when they're looting inside their own communities, who works in those communities but us? And some people haven't been working for three months, and then you sit up there and you busted a window out in the place that they work. What do you think? Really can't go to work. They yeah. really can't go to work. Really can't go to work. And nobody's going to put the money back in the community. Nope. Why are we messing up our own stuff? It took us too long to get what we had. We are. And you mess it up. Yep. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Thank people. That doesn't make sense. Well, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Black lives matter. All lives matter. Ooh, we were talking about that. Black lives matter. We were talking about and I can't wait to get my shirt, honey, because I'm going to wear it. Look at you. I'm, it's like a millennial got to get matching shirt with a headband and a mask. Yep. I can't ready. wait to my order. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Let's take it. Let's take a break. Look at her doing her dance and everything. <laughs> we'll talk about that because it's a big discussion. And if, I even got into it with my sister, who's not white. Right. I'll talk to you about it. It's the uh, Hey Girl Hey podcast, the Urban Media Today. Hold on. Hold on. HBCU Sports with Trevin A. Jones, weekly on Urban Media Today Radio. A full report on all HBCU sports action. Also join us on a weekly basis on Urban Media Today, Talking Sports. With our host, Trevin A. Jones, sports columnist Ray Porter Jr., sports reporter Vince Butts, and the big guy, Alan Lincoln. That's all happening weekly on Urban Media Today Radio. Hey, girl, Hey. Hey. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. What's girl? Girl. I got that tea, girl. Hey girl, hey podcast on Urban Media today. So, I mean, just kind of recapping last week, um, the big discussion. I even got into a heated, not a heated discussion, but I even got into like a back and forth with my sister, um, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. Yes. You know where All Lives Matter came from. From the whites. All Lives Matter came from some <laughs> sensitive folk that was just like, why are you focusing on just this one area? Sorry. Why are you, why, why can't all lives matter? It's like, we're not I, saying that. When people say that and saying that what are we saying jerry we you know and i see different um examples you know what i mean and uh 
the best example is that well that I hear, you know, let's say um, you broke one of your bones, right? Let's say you broke your left bone in your foot, and you get to the doctor, and you know, um, the doctor's, you know, like, oh, we, I just want to look at uh, this. Well, no, let me just back up. I've seen people say, you know, if you break a bone in your body. They're just going to look at the one, but you're like, well, all bones matter. You know what I mean? But right. I understand that, but we're looking at this one because this is the problem. And I thought about, I'm like, okay, even when someone had used something like, oh, a house is burning down. We got to yeah. save the house. But all, ho my house? All, all these houses, house those houses burning. are fine. You know, right. they're not going to be in trouble. You know, this right. house is burning, you know? Yeah. So the term all lives matter comes from some ignorant people who don't understand the concept of why we are saying black lives matter. We know every life, all lives matter. We're mm -hmm. not saying all lives don't matter. We're saying black lives matter because black lives are the ones that's being affected right now. Mm -hmm. Black lives are the ones that are being killed by cops for no apparent reason, you know, or um, there's hate groups against, you know, all you know all races but especially african-americans so yes our lives don't seem to matter to people so that's why we are saying all i mean black lives matter and for right. someone to, all lives matter is very ignorant of them you know they don't they know the reason why we're saying it but they're, like you said they are very sensitive and that gets under my skin I breathe so yeah. Like it get like I said, I hate it. Like because you really I, I don't get understand, you know. Right. I mean, I have I have an issue with that when you say all lives matter because you're negating the fact that Black lives have been affected. So yes. that's to me that's a smokescreen to say, okay, yeah, whatever. Let's just shoot this underneath the rug. All lives matter. No, you know. And 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 back to your analogy, which was a good one about the bones. Like all of the bones are are you know there but if there's one broken we have to really focus yeah. on that one broken bone all of them could be affected as a result of the one bone broken yeah. so you know we have to look at that but when i hear people say that it kind of it just burns me up because yeah all lives do matter that's a given and if yeah. it, if everybody felt that way then black lives wouldn't be on the attack the way it is yeah. so you know when you say that that's just you know like that's, that's, that's just a simple word to say, all lives matter. Yes, it does. But there's people that don't know that all lives matter. There's people that don't, that think that just their lives matter and black lives don't. And we yeah. have to tell them they do. Well, what exactly. happens when a black person says, I'm, if I hear black lives matter one more time, it's mm -hmm. all lives matter. Mm -hmm. That's something my sister said, who is the mother of three boys black boys and has a husband, a black husband. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, you know, cause people were like, you no, you don't mean that. And she's like, I said what I said, very angry. My sister needs hugs like a lot. Um, I'm sending her one. She, yeah, she needs a hug. <laughs> um, but I had to explain to her, like you use the word negate. When you use all lives matter, it's kind of like, well, let me, let me take up for you. Let me, no, no, no. Let me tell you, it's, it's not really about that. Don't be so selfish. Yeah. Don't be selfish in what you're saying. Everybody is affected. And so what we are saying, those who are in support of the, the movement right now, we need to focus on this broken bone. Mm -hmm. We need to focus on this house that is burning down. Yeah, I love I love your 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 lawn furniture. That's great. It's it's amazing. I love that. But this house over here is burning down. And we need to figure out how we can get the people out, how we can fix it, how we can So yeah, everything matters. Yes. Please don't ignore the fact. Right. That There's some people that just don't get it if it doesn't they don't get it. But, but it doesn't really affect them to not want to get it. Right. Yeah. They don't want to get it. Here's something that's just ignorant, just blind, not knowing. But then you're just like, no, nah, F that. Like Man. that. Uh, I'm that tired of hearing that. Just that think. Means, let I me mean. ask y'all something. If those police officers who were charged for killing George Floyd, charged, not convicted, charged, if they were black officers, 
<laughs> and George Floyd were white. Oh, they would have got the exact same scenario happened. Oh, they'd be under the jail right now. If we're not mm -hmm. a racist platform. This is we're just having conversation. We're it's, not a racist platform at all. We're just having conversation. So no, no, stating facts. Emails. You don't need to send any emails. But like, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would. Oh my god. I mean, they already the double standard. States were closed in the pandemic, and mm -hmm. they were shouting. But could you imagine if a white man put his knee? I mean, a, a, a black man put his knee on a white man's neck and he was saying, I can't breathe and he didn't care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Imagine what, what the world would be right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, it's, it's, it's double standards with everything. I mean, like a white man could put his knee on a black man's neck, but a white man can also go to a state building with guns and hand grenades and everything and scream at, the, you know, the people yeah. would—he can scream and put him right in front of his face. But if a black man were to do that, they mm -hmm. would have been shot. They would have never made it to the steps for one thing. They First would, of nope. all, they would have been in their car. They would have been riding behind them, shooting the car before they even say, made it to the destination. <laughs> they wouldn't have, you know. It's, so we, it's double standard. It's right. We know it's double standard, but then there's then there's our own. Like you were, Kiki, you were talking about your sister. There's there's our own that feels a certain way and. And it, it, it takes us a minute because we got a lot going on as black people. We have a lot going on. So it takes us a minute to even to, we got our own, not that this is not our thing, but personally, we have things that are going on mm -hmm. with us that sometimes we can't even look outside of what's going on in front of us to even comment or make the proper comment on that you know and some things have to come to us personally you know like we have to have it happen to us and that's sad to say because you know whenever um whenever uh what's his name george floyd was laying there he was calling for his mother eric gardner's mother said that it sounded as if that was my son's voice and her son yeah, yeah she said i heard my son yeah, yeah. when i said that you know, if this wouldn't have happened, would she be in the movement like she is now? You know, you know, like I, I, I hate to, I hate to even think that. You like, I even think when, when that, that's what really got me because I didn't see the video because I hadn't been watching so much television. I didn't see the video of this until a day after it had happened, and I was just like, oh my god, like this is really ridiculous, and instantly my nephew and other people came to my head and I start to think, wow, this is closer than I thought. He uttered the same words as Eric Garner when he said, I can't breathe. But last, yeah. year, last year, year before last, that man said that we didn't get the reaction that we have now. Yeah. It takes some of us a while. Yeah. Takes, you know, we can't be mad at people. It, it took us a while. That man said he couldn't breathe. And then, you know, it's done. You, all these other people, it, it takes sometimes it takes a minute for people to get it, and you know, and when it, when it comes to our people, it takes us a minute. It takes us a minute. You you mentioned your your nephew and Jerry. You have a younger brother who's in college, mm -hmm. um, down south. Is he down south? Mm -hmm. so the conversations that we're having with our young black men. I have a son who's twenty two. Um, are we having more conversations about? the problems that we're having that our people are having with police officers versus mm -hmm. the problems that our black sons, nephews, brothers are having in our own communities. I mm -hmm. feel like we are preparing them more for the situations that are happening with the police officers versus what the situations they could be enduring in our own communities with the black on black crime. Yes, I had uh, posted something similar to that. And um, the difference is, I would say, um, I guess you can like, there's more of an outcome with the black on black crime. You know, like if someone, you know, something was to happen today, you know, somebody got killed in a black community, you know, we see if they're convicted, they're in jail for life. When a white cop does it, we have all this proof and nothing's being done. So we're preparing them for 
you know, the unexpected, you know, like this could have, you can run into an encounter with the white cop and not know, you know, what's going to happen. And there may not be any justice for what had happened to you. So, I mean, and then you could be doing something so simple, driving your car, you forget to put on a turn signal or whatever, or you accidentally go through a stoplight or whatever, you're getting pulled over. That may be your last day breathing, you know? So, I feel like now we have the conversation more like this is what about you the know police. about the police. Yeah. Because it's so frequent, you, you know, whether that's in college, you have a nephew that's in college. I have a son who's, who's living outside of Philly. He's just living life. They go to parties. Yeah. They socialize. Yeah. Somebody could, and we have three minutes, but somebody could walk up to them. That is their own color, their own race and say something to them, what are you preparing them with? How are you equipping them? How are you, how are you, how are you getting them prepared for those types of scenarios? Because it's easy for us to say, look, when they stop you, you have your ID, you keep your hands on the steering wheel, you say, yes, sir, no, sir, don't look them in the eye, you know, whatever. We're giving them book cover to cover. Right. It comes to being in the hood or encountering whatever, how are we equipping them, Sean? We we definitely we definitely equip them. We already we we always equip them for what's going on because nine times out of ten, when you see there's a black when there's a murder in the black community, people know who did it. We just yeah. don't speak up about it. Right. So we are we've already equipped them for when they were a kid. We they know about that. Yeah. And they can tell you. People can tell you who shot someone in our community. Yeah. It happens yeah. all the time. So that one right there. We don't really have to have that speech because they learned that early on just mm. by living. The other thing with the police officers is that, okay, so we were, sometimes sometimes some kids are put into situations or they're somewhere they maybe they shouldn't have been mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. got killed. But what if you're just driving? You're not thinking, you're not even on the lookout for that. There's certain, there certain neighborhoods as black people some black people are not going to rap because they know it's an okay corral in that neighborhood. But if you're going to a certain neighborhood and you're just driving, you're not. So you have to have that talk. You know, they're more, they're more aware of their surroundings when they're in our community. So that talk is an easy talk. Like, you yeah. know, you don't want to go on that street because you know, the gang members have that one. We have that talk. We know that they had that since they were in kindergarten, mm-hmm. But now it's a different one. It's like, okay, so you're not going to even be doing anything. You know, you could just be walking down the street with a hoodie on and just getting skittles. You know, you could just be pulled over. So, yeah, it's a different talk. It's a totally different talk. I didn't have to have anything different with my nephew. I told him when he was a kid, like, stay out of trouble. Don't hang around this group. Don't do that. Then when he got older, I'm like, put your hand on the steering wheel. I never thought he was going to have that. You know, I told him who to look for. I told him what they looked like. I told him what the names were then. Now I'm saying, well, you know, he might not, he might come in a cop car, which is supposed to be a safe thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when most people see a cop, they'd be like, oh, okay, it's the cops, the cops is here. Right, right. you're supposed to say, now you don't. Like, I get, I get so much anxiety when there is a cop car behind me. Like, I just, my heart skips a beat like it just you because you just don't know and there's like this there's still so many races coming let's bring it back like back in the day you know these cops were a part of the kkk you know these judges these lawyers you know like we don't and they still are you know what i mean like they were there was kkk people here last weekend and that freaked me out because i'm like i didn't know this was still here up north, you know what I mean? But then again, I thought there was like over 40-something hate crime, hate uh, groups in Pennsylvania alone. So it's just, you don't feel safe. When there's a cop around or where where there's a cop, you know, riding behind you or following you, whatever, I don't feel safe. Like, I automatically, I get scared. You know, like I said, I pray about it. I'm like, Lord, please. Like, you don't know what type of cop he is. He could be having a bad day and just decide to want to pull you over just because you're black and you're driving a nice car in the hood. That happened to me plenty of times, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's scary. It is. You know, you're not even scared of the gang beggars and the thugs in the hood anymore. Like, we used to that. Like, we grew up around that. We right. scared- you know what I mean? Like, I feel more safe 
in this neighborhood knowing that there's drug dealers here, there's someone that's a gangbanger. You know, I, that ain't going to happen to me. I grew up around this. But yeah. I, when it comes to a cop... <laughs> most of the time, the gangbangers are all that. They're going after their own anyway. They're going, yeah. Sometimes sometime every, you know, and it's sad, it's but there's a by, innocent bystander. Yeah. But, you know, they're kind of much territorial into their own thing. So, you know, we yeah, our right. but, you know, it, it happens on so many levels. It's not even the police we have to be afraid of or, you know, be suspicious. If, if you're in a certain, if you're here in Pittsburgh, how many, how many like corporate companies have zero to no black employees or yeah. black professionals or, you know, we're in a certain place? So it's on different levels. I don't, sometimes I, I have, I'm not, I'm not afraid of cops or anything like that. That doesn't bother me. I'm okay with that. I'm angry with businesses here. Mm -hmm. I'm angry with corporations and companies here that don't have any of us representing them. And if they do, it's a temporary job. They haven't hired us full time. You know, um, and a temp <laughs> agency brought us in, not them. Is a temp agency in mm -hmm. in. And so, you know, things like that. We just have a lot, we have a lot of growing to do. We do. I I agree. I agree. And I think that um just moving into our, our final segment, um, I want to ask if you think that America owes Colin Kaepernick an apology. <laughs> well, wait, well, we're gonna take wait. our last break. Okay. I gotta breathe. Take a knee. Oh man. Take a knee, sis. Woo we'll be right back. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Jerry said, Woo! Looking for some magic? Urban Media Today Radio for the very best in adult and urban music. Listen to us on our app at TuneIn or Live 365. Urban Media Today features great music, entertainment updates, HBCU sports, breakfast toast and jams mixes for your morning wake up, and sports. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and register to win prizes on a weekly basis. All right here on Urban Media Today Radio. Hey girl, hey! hey. Great. <laughs> All right. Still breathing. The Hey Girl Hey Podcast, uh, final 15. Uh, Twitter CEO, I don't know his name, gave Colin Kaepernick and his Know Your Rights organization $3 million. Yeah. It's an organization to educate um, our youth and participants, people who just want to be educated on police brutality and, and how we can grow as a better people, a better community. Um, just this week, watching so many people taking a knee, mm -hmm. police officers taking a knee. And yeah. I was like, now you know what he Wasn't this what Colin Kaepernick was trying to say? Wasn't this what he was trying to do? Wasn't this the very thing that he was trying to 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 get people to talk about? Yes. And then, yeah. and I know he's apologized, and I've never been a fan. I don't even know who he is. But Drew Brees from the yeah. Saints, yeah, quarterback. He still put it. He still put. He attached the the kneeling to the flag. The flag. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. You nothing. knew this. It's been in discussion. The NFL and the commissioner, you know, we they talked about this. Jay-Z got on board and come on, you're still talking about this, bro? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't respect anyone that doesn't respect the flag. This don't have nothing to do with the damn flag. Yeah. And got to do with the flag. Excuse yeah. me. Or the military. Drew, Drew just brought out his true colors. And then go make hey, that. What do you call him? Oh crap! I forgot he called him something. Who? Yeah. Ed Reed. 
Uh, oh. He had a lot of his colleagues, a lot of his player brothers, you know, they chimed in. But do you think that America, I feel that America owes Colin Kaepernick an apology? Well, yeah, they do. And, and, and but, but who is America? So when we say that America owes him an apology, well, let's, let's just start. People that criticized him. Right. Let's just start with, let's just start with the league, the NFL. Tell him a big apology. Big apology. A big paycheck. They did they give him a paycheck. Much more than that. They owe him. The fans, the people that sat there and said, boo, 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 are probably some of the people that are marching out because they're woke. Yeah. There's, a, yeah. there's an apology that needs to be had. Drew Brees. And I think when, when Drew, what he said, what he said about Colin, you know, it, I, I think some of that might be fear because he's a quarterback and so was Colin. And so when yeah. Colin comes back, he can whoop his behind. So now you're afraid that he comes yeah. back. You know, you're threatened by the fact that he has probably more playing time in him than you do. Mm-hmm. You say this thing, because you bring up the flag when you knew from the beginning it wasn't the flag. Was, it had nothing to do with the flag. flag. And everybody knows that football is a team sport and they call themselves a band of brothers. But Drew, you stepped out and you stepped out outside of your brothers who are brothers and said that. Yeah, Drew. You don't want to do I know. They're the ones that's protecting you from being sacked. Right. So. I tell you what, that ball coming to Drew now, I'll be like, well, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do the matrix on I yeah. oh, oh. I'm matrixing on him. Sorry. But Sorry. you know, yeah. um, I agree, uh, LaShawn. Um, like you said, who 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 in America? Because there's still some people that are stubborn, like the people who scream all lives matter and um don't understand why, you know, protests and things like that. Who do we define in America that owns that owes Colin Kaepernick an apology? Is he um, even asking for one? He's not even asking for one. I don't think he is, but I think he's sitting there like, like, yeah, this is what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. You know what I mean? Like, this is why I did what I did. Yeah. And the NFL definitely they should come out. I'm surprised they haven't came out with a statement yet. They're probably like over it, but them for sure. They are the first people to come out and say something to Colin Kaepernick and they need to be the first ones to, you know, um, make a statement about the whole Black Lives Matter movement, everything, but they're probably not. Um, you know, those reporters, you know, who um, talked down on him made it seem like he was just the most awfulest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. You know, put a knee down, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like During the national anthem. During the national, right. Think about it. Seriously, and I think, like you said, LaShawn, I think the people who didn't understand it and was against Colin um, for kneeling is now out there protesting stuff with it because they understand. I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you have to associate something to it. You have to associate. They had to associate the flag to what this man was saying. There yeah. had to be something tangible because they can't because they it couldn't understand Black Lives. It was the national anthem. Right. It was they, they connected the national anthem with the flag, and being that he took the knee during the national anthem, Not, yeah, you, you took a protest against what symbolizes as our country tis of thee. This is our country. People have fought for your freedom and trust. They didn't, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Not in that same light. You know, that's why they associate his his protest, his kneeling, and yeah. a disrespect towards the flag because it was done during the national anthem. Right. So it like, had they had to have something. Never looked into the deeper meaning of it. You know, okay, well, it's the flag. Well, because it make it starts more controversy when you say it's the flag. You can't say because black lives didn't matter to these people. So yeah. you can't say this man kneeled for black lives. Right. You're going to say, oh, he did it during the flag. That was the whole thing that got started. Now, I, you know, my, I always pray for Colin because it, it's, it's kind of, it, it, it'll hurt your heart that you stood for something and people are still dying for something you stood for. He lost his job. You, how many of us are really going to go? And he lost way more than I can think of making yep. this year. Period. You know, I would love that. And he sacrificed 
and still people are dying. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. has to hurt your heart. Yeah. That really yeah. has to hurt your heart yeah. to do that. Yeah. Right. Death threats the whole deal. He went through so yeah. much. Still stood, it. still stood for what he believed in. That's right. why we all, you know, I was never into football, things like that, but he is, he, you know, I praise him because that's me. You know what I mean? Like he's he doesn't, he doesn't you know. have to play anymore, but I think that he'll always it go wasn't down about the game as far as African American history as as a pioneer, as yeah. a, he a will see a civil yeah. rights leader. We were at a it's funny you said that probably about a couple months ago. Um we it was it was for Black History One my Black History Month, my godson had a play, and all of the kids had um, portrayed, uh, you know, African-American leaders like Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and things like that, and one of the boys was Connor Kaepernick, and I just was like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, he's already coming down in the history books, you know, like, this is, this is for real, this is serious, and mm-hmm. he made history, he made, you know, he took a stand, he, he kneeled, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not you know, representing a national anthem, you know, that does not, and you're still all you know what I mean? Like, come on. And I don't even really think it was even about the national anthem. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I, I totally, it's not even about that. It was just the perfect timing of it. Yeah, it was the perfect timing of it because Mm -hmm. no one would have paid attention if he would have took the stand while the game was going because they said he's tired. Yeah. But it was the perfect timing of that that particular song it could have been anything else he could have, if he would have did it during the star spangled banner they would have had it was the timing of that that he did it you know and, it, and i don't even think he was I, I think he was thinking about the words and the lyrics of the song but the timing of that was perfect but mm-hmm. i just i applaud that young man because when you see young people you, you see ain't nobody giving up their job i mean my father told me you know when i used to work at this store it is it's gone been gone far more he said and when I told him I was leaving it for another job, he said, stay there because you can get a pension. You know, don't leave that job. You can get a pension. This man walked away from millions for his people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a, it's like a modern day Moses. Let my people yeah, I heard him. And he's still doing things. He's still yes. moving. He's still, he's still people are still talking about him. And I, I think that he, he definitely needs um, an apology. And oh, yeah. I, I, he probably won't. That's the, we might as well wait for, he's going to wait for that like we're waiting for reparations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ain't getting no 48 years in a mule. But I want him to know if he listens to this podcast, I appreciate him. Absolutely. We I love do too. Thank you, Cap. I appreciate you, Cap. That needs to be it. Nike needs to do thank you, Cap. Yeah. yeah, I tell you what, that's a shirt to, to be made. That's I'm not going to buy his Thank jersey. Oh, yeah. I'm not buying his jersey because he doesn't get the money. I mean, that's a that's a different thing for the jersey. I mean, whoever gets it, who gets a jersey, but something that signifies him and what he did. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. I'm yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we had a good show. This was good. This was very good. This was mm-hmm. good. So, um, I know once people are done, they're going to want to hear more. <laughs> right, Jerry. Yes, we're gonna be like, oh my God, this is the best podcast ever. That's right. All my life. Oh yes. my God. Oh, before we get out, real quick, did you did you hear about Amanda Seals? Yeah, she's not renewing Don't her. Know her. Not renewing her contract. Did I say that she was not going? Did she wasn't going to last on the real? I think you did a while ago. Did okay. I just wanted to make sure I was okay. Oh, why? Because is the real not being real? <laughs> she was too real for the real. Was, she was too real for the real? Comments, I believe so. You know, she is one, the realest one on there. She's going to stand her ground. You know, she said this on her mind. You know, I love Amanda Sills. And you know, that show is being run by white people. You know, they don't like strong opinions. Well, why would you make a decision to put the realest black chick for ratings other than Angela Rye why would you put her on knowing and then try and shut her up yeah that doesn't make sense. that doesn't make any yeah. sense so I, I think yeah. it was a ratings thing and it probably did work and you'll see what happens after she after she leaves you know since she's in it, renew- it would do well it would do yeah, well they come on so late I don't know what time they come on in other cities I but here the there's many things after like 10 30 I'm not watching it 
I look at the highlights. I didn't watch her. I ain't, I ain't paying attention. I did see a couple of shows, like a clip or something. That, like maybe she made statements and there might have been a clip or something on YouTube. Right. And I did appreciate, I did appreciate, you know, her dialogue. I mean, everything that she did on the show, I thought it was pretty cool. But um, yeah, yeah, they, they, that show plays it safe. They yeah. They play it very safe with even who they bring on and what they say, they're very safe with it. And they, they keep it very fun and light. Yeah, so that people, is. you know, yeah. so some, some shows aren't willing. You know, like, no. If we gonna be real, let's be real. It's called the real, right? You know? That's what I thought. Yes. And All right, Jerry. Change, All change people are so excited to hear our show. They want to hear more. How can we yeah. give them more? So, of course, if you want to come and listen to more of the Hey Girl Hey podcast, we are on multiple platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Live 365, TuneIn, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, and UrbanMediaToday.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can find us and follow us on Instagram at Hey Girl Hey Podcast 2018 or on Facebook at the Hey Girl Hey podcast or Twitter at, hey, at Girl Hey, sorry, 2018. <laughs> or you can call us at 412-709-6130. Or, or wait a minute, one more thing. You can email us at the Hey Girl Hey podcast at gmail.com. Not at gmail.com. It's at gmail. At Gmail. They got a Gmail girl. They got a Gmail they, account. They, That's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a Gmail. Gmail like AOL girl. Yeah. <laughs> I still got an AOL. <laughs> but hit me up on my AOL, y'all. All right. All right. That's it. That's Plug in my phone so I can transmit. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick with Sean with an AOL. With the AOL. <laughs> the millennial chick, Jerry. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast, the Urban Media Today. You're listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free. So take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. Thank you for listening to the Hey Girl Hey podcast. If you have any questions or concerns, any comments or show ideas, Please bring them to our attention at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast at gmail.com.